Hey guys, this is Jesus, and I want to thank the following Patreon listeners. Gregory Larson, Sam Stanfield, David Bellinger, Jeffrey Voss, Jack Moo, David Albert, Seren Kai, Matt Burr, Rogue's Retreat, and Kevin Lovecraft. Thanks for helping these neo-Victorian heroes remove some stubborn weeds. was locked in this place. This poor girl was locked in this place with this plant and she obsessed with it, cared for it. When water ran low, literally bled for it to keep it alive. And at some point, the human mind simply snaps. But in these days, since the plague simple human mind can be a disease for many, many other things, and it is entirely possible she manifested a version of the blight through her need for solace. All right, and we head back to uh, St. John's Public House. Let's head to the dive, par- dive bar up top, head down the stairs, I assume. And you see the places with full of rooms, still full of branches, but no ghosts. And you head to the bottom floor. And there, sitting in a ghostly chair with a ghostly table in front of her with a ghostly drink, Dr. Woodward, you know of strong-willed ghosts. Mm-hmm. Strong, especially strong-willed can manifest things around them. Yes. You've heard of Honoria Quest. Everyone's heard of Honoria Quest. She mm-hmm. was a hard ruler, ruler of St. John's Public House. Mm-hmm. And you know that people who are especially strong-willed make especially strong-willed ghosts. Mm-hmm. The fact she's been able to manifest this stuff around her. I left her, my ether lock running. So she was. She did all of that at minus two. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very upset. No, no. She, yeah. Yeah. She did all this at That's minus two. That's the thing. Two. It's like, like, yeah. like the, 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 this, the, this floor is inhospitable to ghost life. She made herself at home anyway. Yes. <laughs> I hate this. She is, she is probably the strongest-willed ghost you've ever had to deal with. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. Doc, ma'am, I say as I flick my eyes towards the, the, the gun over my shoulder, then look towards the ghost who is lounging. Welcome back to the perfect. <laughs> so, uh, wait, she's saying the lady's dungeon is down this way? Yes. I wouldn't call it a dungeon, more of a holding area where I kept people permanently. Indeed, so, a yes. dungeon. All right, fine. It's a dungeon. Thank you. How do you want to play this, True? We are going to go down this way, and we are going to um, get to the lay of the land, as it were. I pulled out the ethereal gun, and it's not in my head, and I start walking towards the stairs, and carefully making my way down this, the stairs, trying to avoid touching any of the branches. And when we get out of, uh, does anybody else do anything upstairs? Nope. All right. When we're out of sight of Honoria, uh, I am going to put a hand on uh, a hand on your shoulder, um, mm-hmm. Matt, uh, to pause you for a moment. It's like I am hopeful that um, a diplomatic approach may be of some effect with poor Abigail. Abigail. Poor Abigail. After all, it worked to some degree with Honoria. She is just an 
evil person. Um, so I am hopeful that there may be, we, we do not have to, that we can save the charges on that gun that you have for the real monster here. Hey, you're paying my bills. All right. Well, um, then if we're doing a diplomatic approach, I take a step to the side and I wave you forward. By all means, ma'am. Great. But please feel free to be at the ready in case this oh, does not oh, work. I'm sorry. I happen to have some experience with being bludgeoned almost to death <laughs> at the front, and I'll take this up because the, 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 the madam should not be at the front. Somebody should take point and wind up on the operating table of the person that they like the least in all of London. All right, here we go. And in another corner alley, you feel, uh, you can see as Dr. Trevor shakes, feels like someone's talking about me. <laughs> Walking over my grave, yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. we go down. Yeah, you go down the stairs and the first- Let's go- do marching order. <laughs> what is your marching order? Just out I of think curiosity. it's David, Angela, doctor, do you want to be in the back? back? Sure. And then, uh, yeah, I'll be in front of the doctor and the doctor's in back. Okay, so you go down the stairs. You go to that first dungeon area that Abigail was originally kept, and you have a chance to actually look around. You see, of course, the body of the large per- animate that you realize now that now that a, a Trudy can look at it was originally Big George. Oh, this is the one I shot. That's the one you shot. Okay, so there's like two room, two ways to get into this. Yeah, the ones up where's upstairs that you came down from right. that leads to the main place. And then there's the cavern that we cavern went that you go okay. through, and you look at the room where you assume Abigail was kept, and you see around you, uh, like I said, a small bed, a play, a bucket <laughs> for to relieve yourself, and a small table, and on top of that table, you see pot that you assume a plant was that you feel was you can't help but feel you know i'm gonna say true to you know was once kept a nightbane like a plant to look at as well as a couple of places where food and water might have been but you look at that pot and it looks it's tipped over and you see that some of the dirt has been let out but there's no plant inside all right gentlemen from what I was able to ascertain from what I believe uh, Ms. Quist um, accidentally showed me, um, poor Abigail was imprisoned in this room with a nightbane plant, and I believe that plant is what is growing all around us. Do any of you who have, have some more worldly experience than I understand what could have been the cause of something like this? Um... Like I said, in America, there's a story about people. If you if you die in a field, there's a chance that basically a apple tree will grow out of you or consume you. Basically, you are and eventually you'll find these apple trees with twisted knots that look like there's bones sticking out of them. But I mean, that is not this. But and from what I saw, this began life as just a potted plant no i have no idea how one she must have been a hell of a green thumb if this is what came out of that uh there is a hiss as thaddeus takes off the loaned gas mask uh from (laughs) that and uh takes out a handkerchief and wipes his face off and uh walks towards the plant and dips two fingers into it gloved just the plant is gone it's just dirt Oh, yeah, just okay. the dirt. Okay. And then pinches it between two fingers and sniffs it. 
Mm. Uh, you smell dirt, of course, but mm-hmm. you also smell blood. Oh. Um, madam. Yes? There seems to be a certain kind of claret to this scent. The red stuff. Blood. Something might be in here. If I may in- investigate. That is what you are here for. <laughs> and I shatter it. Shatter the pot? Mm-hmm. Okay. You shatter the plot. And as the, the, the plot, plot. <laughs> you shatter the plop. No, no, you shatter the pot. And at first, you said it looks like dirt. At, give me an investigation roll, or wits. Give me a wits roll as you investigate. Yep. Straight, straight across. Holy shit! Holy shit! All right, that's a nineteen plus. That's uh, plus wits. your wits. What's so your wits? Yeah, no, that's. Plus, so it's a 16 plus my three, so it's a 19. Oh, wait, wait, no. Oh, wait, that's a 16. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's built pretty freaking high. Traces of blood in the soil. Barely enough water to survive. What do you give a plant if you can't give it water? Give it blood. And if you go and say, I'm assuming you, uh, Trudy, you told them what you envisioned from. Yeah. If you become slowly insane, you start talking to plants. Like this is a bit of a stretch, but you've heard stories of people who break in the mind, who who somehow call on things. Like this is nothing you've experienced personally. Who can call on things from the blight and become that thing? It's a barely understood concept, but with a nineteen. You think that Abigail and the Nightbane plan became something. So my character is parapsychology. Yep. Shockingly. Yeah, there we go. Doctor. An unexpressed psychic can manifest random abilities, correct? It's my understanding, yes. Uh, 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 Subdued, but then... In instances of life-threatening issues, of traumatic experiences, can have wild bursts of psychometric uh, power, as it were. Mm-hmm. Madam, I do believe that this woman was a latent um, person of extrasensory abilities and was locked in this place. This poor girl was locked in this place with this plant and she obsessed with it, cared for it. When water ran low, literally bled for it to keep it alive. And at some point, the human mind simply snaps. But in these days, since the plague simple human mind can be a disease for many, many other things. And it is entirely possible she manifested a version of the blight through her need for solace. Why did she be, why was she kept down here? She pissed off the madam? Precisely. She was having a, what she believes to the, Abigail believed to be a love affair with a noble, and when she became with child, he uh, 
refused parentage and insisted that the child not be allowed to be birthed. What noble? You get a name? I believe it may have been Lord Seabane. Seabane? All right. Why would that name ring a bell to you, American? It's not about that. The way I'm hearing things from the doctor, and you gotta excuse me, I'm a little slow on the pickup. We're not dealing with maybe a ghost. We're not dealing with a vampire or animate. We're dealing with a woman who's insane and powerful and probably still very much alive. I would, um, I would, uh, agree with you, um, uh, Mr. Rook. But for one point, I think that we're dealing with something infinitely more destructive and powerful than a simple um, uh, ghost. I believe we're dealing with a woman who has been deeply wronged and has been intruded upon with her desire to have a child. And more importantly, has been part of this building that would not give her the peace that she deserved. And if I am not mistaken, madam, we may be in, uh, what's the American euphemism, cahoots with a person that had something to do with this wrong. Well, then let's talk to her. You won't do diplomatic. She's... Indeed, my goal, gentlemen, is to approach Abigail with with sympathy and and um, understanding that she has been a woman incredibly wronged. I am in no way desirous of being in any sort of business with Honoria Quist. Then uh, give me your hand. I hold out my hand. And I pull out my blade, and I'm just tapping a finger just to get a blood. A ah, bit of... What is that? And I take your hand, and I was like, you're going to have a talk with her. Oh, my God, that's brilliant. What can I say? Not just a hat rack. <laughs> and I place your hand on top of one of the roots. Yeah. Oh! That's the stuff. Give me a will roll. <laughs> Everyone's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh. Suddenly a giant tree is walking through London. And my chair is like, I really fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm. Uh, 14. Vision enters your mind. Another one. Yep. Of Abigail. Uh, again, the vision of her having a child. Another vision of her being called a whore by the prick noble, mm-hmm. Lord Sabane. Another vision of her being trapped within the dungeon. And over time, her mind begins to break. And over time, she sees this plant as her only friend. She cares for it, gives a little of her water and even a little bit of her blood to keep it going. And there is a moment after weeks of confinement where she holds the plant close, speaking to it like it's alive, like it's sentient. And as she comes close and her mind expands. She connects to the plant somehow and and she hears a voice in the distance from a place beyond. She can't understand the words, but it gives her an escape of freedom. And all that she has to do is let it in. 
and there's another shift. As you see the same vision of Honorary Chris going down with Big George, but it's from another perspective. But a, not a human one, as you can sense every branch in the walls envelop both of them. Abigail is the branches. Abigail is the night bane in the center. And you see a brief vision down those stairs, through those caverns of Abigail, the massive night gate, night bane flower. And there's a snap of of that flower, and in the center is a face, a human face. And that face looks upon you, and you're and you're back to yourself. Uh, Madam, are yes. you all right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, in some senses of the word, indeed, Abigail is alive. In other ways, she horrifically is not a. a person the way that we would all recognize her but she is she is still there i do believe if we go deep enough we can have a conversation with her well hopefully if you saw her she'll see you and know that you ain't looking to torch anything that ain't worth torching indeed okay we walk forward we go slowly Keep an eye out for anything that decides to swing that looks wooden, dead, or uh, ghostly. Uh, Jesus, as I walk down, assuming we're still going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, I want to, like, there's roots running through the walls yes. and everything, right? Uh, I'm going to keep a hand on them. Okay. And I am just, like, mentally, set, like, I don't know if this is a two-way street, mm-hmm. but in case it is, it is all, like, Hey, just want to talk to you. I'm on your side. Mm. Honoria Quist is evil. Let's get broke together. Mm-hmm. Give me a will roll. She's putting it out there like Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> Oprah said, put it out there. Put it out there. That's the exact same roll as earlier, right? 11. Would she get a bonus for this because she merged her blood with the roots? I'll give you a plus two. That brings me up to 16. Okay. You send, with a 16, you send out that message. You don't get a message necessarily back, but you do see feel an acknowledgement. And you go d- further in cover caverns, and as you go th- deeper into the caverns, you see you feel those roots, and you see massive roots above you, and every once in a while a big bulge go through behind you, and then spurts out another animate. But it doesn't attack; it just looks at you. This is fun. <laughs> I know and, this goes against your nature, gentlemen, <laughs> but if you can hold off on attacking the animates for the moment. Actually, my nature's changed rather <laughs> radically in the last 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, as I look back, I see more and more. Like, I think I can hold off for a little while. Yep. <laughs> yep. And as you Trust look, the process, <laughs> gentlemen. Yep. You do see more animates. Some of them, obviously, some of the people that were there when Alfred, Alfred Bentley took over. Mm-hmm. And actually, do see Alfred Bentley. There's nothing special about him. He's just one more animate amongst the rest. Good. Kick that one in the balls. <laughs> yeah. But just a bunch of random... And also probably a bunch of people that tried to squat in this place sure. originally. All looking at you. The original souls, if there are souls in this world, like no longer there, just animate bodies. Mm-hmm. All tied together with branches. And as you go further into the depths, you see a large area. Like 50 by 50 foot. 
And there in the center is a large nightbane flower, about, let's say, 10 feet tall, thick with roots that stretch out from it into the walls and you row into the rest of St. John's Public House. In the center of this flower is a humanoid place, face, but the face itself is more petal or root or a combination of the two. And you see the familiar face because you saw the vision of Abigail looking upon you. Miss Abigail, we have not been properly introduced, and for that I feel great sorrow. Uh, I am Madame Trudy Parker. Madame? Yes. The... Like Honoria? Not at all like Honoria. Honoria gives everyone a bad name. That's all she does. It's like... Wait a second. <laughs> okay, not dead. <laughs> I look back. Maybe all the, uh, the all the, uh, uh, the animates did take a step forward, but we all paused. <laughs> yeah. they, yep. they, they, they paused. Uh, the animates are just looking at you. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, there is a creak of leather mm-hmm. as uh, Thaddeus's hand reaches around his pistol and Steady. his sword. Steady, man. Of course. Please, continue. Miss Abigail... I want to acknowledge, first and foremost, I know something of your history. Um, Part of it was shared with me when I uh, first came in contact with some of your uh, extending protuberances throughout the residence. Um, And you are a woman who was incredibly wronged by Madame Quist. Uh, and you deserve all of the revenge that you wish to seek upon her. She is broken from me. I can't punish her anymore. And I would see, I will do what I can to assist you in punishing her and seeing that she suffers under the torturous ministrations of all that is damned in this world and the next. It is almost too good of a fate for her. However, it seems that your reach may be extending a little bit further than perhaps initially intended. For there are many other souls who have become ensnared here, in spirit or in body, that did not have anything to do with the horrors that Honoria brought forth. As you speak, you look up, and this is a high cavern, because you guys are deep underground, Mm -hmm. like deeper than probably most buildings and most places in London. Also, as far as you know, like if you go in deeper, you're going to be underwater. Uh, but you see the animus, but you see more suddenly spirits appear above you as well. Random spirits from who knows how many dead bodies that they've killed over the time. Um, They should suffer as much as me, shouldn't they? No one listened to me as I screamed in the darkness. They didn't care. They heard me. They were my brothers and sisters in St. John's. And they let Honoria Quist do what she did to me. Why shouldn't I make them all suffer? 
Indeed, you were wronged in some truly horrific ways. But I believe everyone that was employed under Madame Quist was being tortured in their own way. It may not have been their fault that they could not come to your aid. Then who should I blame? Who should I make suffer? Madam, if I may have a word with you, briefly. Make it very brief. And, uh, excuse me, Thaddeus, uh, Tad, leans over and says, Perhaps the punishment does not need to be limited to the St. John's Public House. A publication slandering the former owner will live in the minds of the people much longer than anything that transpired here. And if I know anything about spirits, the ability for people to believe in them or not, or hate them, greatly hinders their ability to hurt people. And do you have a way to publish such a thing? Well, I understand that you're in quite a bit of debt. Why not a little bit more? (laughs) And let's not forget the fact of the matter is... uh, Sort of ironic that a girl, a lady, is, uh, he's like looking, he flicks an eye towards her. He's like, she turned herself into a poison. Seems sort of sad. Maybe this is her punishing herself. I would like to propose, Miss Abigail, if I may, that while you are capable of conveying great punishment, great pain upon Madam Quist. It is a secret torture, is it not? No one. No, she knows how to keep her evil hidden. She always did. But what if we could shine light upon it? What if we could shine light upon what she did? Her compatriots? In wronging you, including, I believe, there was a young lord who played a part in this? Sidebane. Indeed. He said he loved me. Unfortunately, I have been in this business long enough, Miss Abigail, to know that men are very fond of saying whatever first comes to their mind when they are in a place such as this. You could. He is out of my reach, but you could punish him for me? I would do everything that I could. But the only way I can do that, Miss Abigail, is you do need to let go of some of the pain that you are continuing to cause. You were a vivacious young woman once, so full of life and so full of love. That is not what I see before me now, and I do not believe that is what you wanted to do with the rest of your life, is it not? Do you not deserve a chance to rest, to move on to an everlasting reward? This terrible reward for someone 
Like me? Of course. We are all God's children. Give me a charm roll. I'll give you a plus two on this. Right. Fourteen. Do you have any of those re-roll things? You do have a re-roll if you want to use it as a one of your corruptions. But I think there's also a couple stats that criminals get that they... Oh, do they? Um, ooh. Oh? I do have expressive eyes. Yes! yes. <laughs> What's that do again? Uh, it is a... Oh, wait, no, no, no. It, that's... Expressive eyes allows you to It's re-rolling a, a... Nope, that doesn't... Does okay. not count. Does not count. I don't have a. But it's the medic because it it was tied to like oh what God. your character did. I'll give you another yeah. plus two for that. So a sixteen. Uh, I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. But can you think of anything else? No. Yeah. I, I, I just thought maybe because Byron had a bunch of re rolls. If mm -hmm. he failed, someone lesser than him. Yeah, I do not. Uh, that's fine. You're yeah. a criminal. I was a. Uh, 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 All right. So she looks. She's like, I need something more. I need a guarantee. If you can do this, wait, yes. And you see one of the branches come out of the dirt and head slowly towards you. Ma'am? Ma'am? I say as I... You see can you... Hand reaching for my gun. Stop. Can you guarantee you can punish them properly, that their names will be sullied forever? Indeed. I reach out to shake. As you reach out to shake, you feel a thorn into your, your hand. Of course I do. And something pump inside. Oh dear. I will rest. But if you don't punish, I guarantee you shall be like me. And with that, you see the flower, the roots, the branches start to wilt and decay around you. You see the ghosts start to screech and disperse as they're put back into the ether. You see the animates fall down into the ground. And Abigail, the Nightbane monster, is no more. But you feel a warmth that enters your arm and goes into the rest of your body. A geese that if is not fulfilled, well, something bad's gonna happen. Um, I don't wanna interrupt your speech, but I rolled a, a 21 on coordination. Okay. I would like to grab either a seat or a cutting. Look, I don't know what sentimental claptrap you all are on about. <laughs> I see a blight-touched plant that can uh, attack and weaken ghosts. Um, I'm a scientist. I want. You, I'm going to say with a 21, you grab, you grab something. Yeah, exactly. We'll like, figure it out later. Throughout but... all of this, he's oh, been quiet because he... he's been like doing math in his head and going like, I can use this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he grabs a flower. Oh, yeah, I think like that, that, as, as the blight is like slowly wiltering yeah. through, like up, he just sees yeah. one lone flower and he just reaches yeah, he, he out. Need, yeah, it. a flower will be useful because you can get seeds from a flower. Yeah, yeah, and you like, grab you grab the flower and you look at the quickly the flower. It is a smaller version of Abigail's face on the flower. Ooh. Yep, it's 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 going immediately into one of my containers. You chambers. do it. Yep. While we're doing this, um, what happens to the animates? Do they crumple into dust or just pile or just fall over? Just fall over. <laughs> 
Money, money, money. You were like, you're like, that was an Angela's character's like, that was an important, powerful moment for a woman who is wronged. And meanwhile, in the background, I am hashing away at all of the necks of all of the zombies. Yep. I am collecting whatever's in their pockets. I mean, that that, that rich guy. Oh, you, that, there were a couple of nobles and oh, you were able to grab shit, some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, we are You're absolutely like you are just having this moment. It's like, wherever you are, and, and I'm just like, you just curse slashing and going through pockets. Yep, y'all are like, you know, like excited. You're looting the corpses. I'm like gathering samples and like, yes, yes. <laughs> I love the idea. It's like the focus is on the foreground of Angela, like just solemnly looking off in the distance, and then if. She- it's first to the background. Yeah. Get his pants. Yeah. <laughs> he's three fucking Shake him upside down. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's got gold teeth. Hand me the pliers. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a... All right. That's so yeah. trashy and mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> and so we spend a good 10 minutes just going... Collecting, like throwing them in a sack, like a heads in the sack. Yep. Along with like wallets, jewelry, anything we find. You got uh, there's a lot of nobles, like especially rich nobles who had more money than sense. Like, yeah. You got some cash on you. And uh, and then I turn around. I was like, well, I'm glad that everything's settled. And I pull the rifle out of my off my back and like charge it up. I say we finish this. <laughs> yeah. And you do. You also you smell the smell of extreme rot as the plants and roots and stuff like. Basically, rot around you. I put on the gas mask that the Yankee gave me, leaving him with none. <laughs> okay, let's go. And, and I was like, we need to get going, because if these roots are holding back the walls, it's going to start. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, I'm glad I can narrate this whole adventure. <laughs> we start running. And behind you, like, the walls start falling out. Not entirely. You could probably clear some of this place out, but not. it's not going to be as cavernous as it was yeah, before. No yeah. ants, okay. Yeah, I okay. Definitely <laughs> can leave this. Yeah, so, this can... Yeah, and you eventually go to that dungeon area where Abigail yeah. originally was, which was still, like, walled off, so you can't go there. But behind you, it closes off. The cavern closes off behind you. <sighs> All right. So, madam, I am honor-bound to give you the following. Here are... Five pounds. <laughs> Don't just maybe wash those off. Seven pence. <laughs> Some teeth. <laughs> I, I'm actually okay not holding on to that last Wonderful. <laughs> and, um, yes, there we are. And, um, and he just latch, just plops. A uh, a satchel of heads onto the table, all with grim faces looking up. I believe you are the one that is best equipped to dispose of that to the proper authorities. Yes, yes, but the income will go to you to pay off my debt. And, uh, yeah, we march upstairs. Okay, you march upstairs, and as you march upstairs, you go back to that main area Mm -hmm. where basically people are set there to relax. There's a pit to the quarter. And you see that on your quest has, like I said, there was a chair, a table. There is now a ethereal pool table that she's playing on. Oh, good lord. Making yourself comfortable, are you? Oh, you're already done! And she looks around, and the branches are rotting. You are much more skilled than I anticipated. That is... Bam! <laughs> as, I, as I just turn the gun on her and Roll fire. Roll it! <laughs> I have fast aim, which I yep. believe gives me uh, the ability to aim, which gives me a plus three. Yes. Uh, no, does the just, fact it, that I am engaging with her fa- going fast to aim help just, him? Uh, 
you know what? I'll br- it'll bring down her court, her Fast will aim. a little bit because she's distracted by you. So, but Fast aim means it doesn't require another action in two. order for you to aim. So, yes. yeah, it gives you a plus. What, what's a plus three, plus I five? I think we'll see plus three for now. Yeah. Right, so so eight, you're right. Eight, 16, uh, plus my, um, my gun, rifle. Mm-hmm. Yep. 16, uh, 21. That definitely hits. Uh, and, uh, and what's yeah. the gun do again? Two ghosts? She, uh, the ghost has to roll uh, a will DR16. If it fails, it basically becomes immobile for X amount of minutes. 17 plus whatever she has. Use your corruption! Oh my God! <laughs> use your yeah, corruption! I mean, you have three more shots. I'm going to use well, my but... corruption. Please have her re roll again. 8 plus 5. Oh my. Told you. Like thirteen plus five is eighteen. Oh, she's always getting a plus five. She's yeah. always getting. A, she's, she's a will five, five ghost. She's got will five. I was. I was about to tell before you shot. I was. I was about to tell you. Don't bother. We <laughs> can't not hurt her. Not since I know she just rolls really well. <laughs> not since I said. No, hold on. Plus five. So all she would need is a five. Yeah, yeah she just mathematically, needs an eleven or higher. Like, she basically. She's, she's got a, a high-powered ghost. On this, so she's got a better than 50% chance. Yep. To succeed. Right. Yeah. Well, combat begins, I guess. Yeah, da, 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 da. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I shoot at her. And okay. Roll for initiative. 20. Okay. okay oh, wait, I'm sorry. Good. 24. I literally rolled totals. Okay, 24. 9. 9. 15. 15. 18. 18. Okay, so 21st. She rolled a 17, by the way. So I shoot her. Wait, so if, every time you hit her, she has to roll uh, a will. Yes. If she ever fails one of those, combat's over. Yes. But uh, I got a 16, uh, nine, uh, 16, 21. That hits, but uh, four. Oh, shit. Is it under What's, 16? Let's see. Five plus five is ten plus four. 15. Fourteen. Woo! Roll two d ten. Yep. That's how many minutes she is absolutely immobile. She is immobile for roll high, you fuck. Sixteen minutes. Yes. <laughs> That's more than enough time. Uh, She's like, unless... how dare? Yeah, and she basically becomes. And let me describe it here. Um, a, a spirit that goo. fails this roll suffers a, suffers a corporeal transformation and takes a solid form, gelatinous and cool to the touch. Uh, the transformation does not last very long, in this case 16 minutes, uh, but they can take no action while suffering corporeal transformation. Um, yeah, that's basically it. So now she's, she's just kind of like, she's floating in the air like a ghost, a yeah. cold, gooey ghost statue. Yeah, and she was like, why are you doing, I can no, give you. you... She, well, I guess she, she can, but. Uh, yeah, she's she like, I talk. have so many. Talking s- is a free action. Yeah, she, exactly. Yeah, she's like, I have, and then, I know. Okay, as, as she's talking, by the way, the doctor is immediately going over and just. Pushing her, like, <laughs> paying absolutely no attention. Like she, she's an object. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And he is pushing her towards where the equipment is so that she can be properly processed. Okay, yeah. and, and she's as oh, and she's being pushed. You see her go like, I know so many secrets that can help you. Don't you understand? And Trudy is like strolling alongside her uh-huh. as if it's just like a Sunday afternoon <laughs> stroll yep. through Carroll Gardens. Yeah. Um, yes, I understand that you know many things. And all of it is terrible because you are terrible and I am going to turn this establishment around so that people come here to enjoy themselves and not be terrorized. Are you an idiot? 
Do you know what world we live in? Do you How think- do you think I got here, ma'am? I did not just fall off the turnip cart well, yesterday. Well, it feels like that. Do you know how I rose to what I am right yeah, no, now? No, 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 no. Yeah, and basically, she's got like, I mean, we were doing like a roll per round. I don't know how many rounds per minute, but she's got 16 minutes of that to go. She's going to fail one sooner or later. Yeah, yeah she's going to fail one sooner or later. So, yeah, sooner or later. I mean, Feel free to get her final speech out, but eventually no, no. she's gonna get sucked into a uh, no, into t- tube. And there's as she's getting sucked in, she her hands dressed like I know so many things. I can get you so many riches. I, I can step on her hand. Ah! Please just yeah, yeah. go. Yeah, she, she is physical for the moment. So I don't go. Well. Yeah, I don't. I, I, it takes a while because, like I said, a very strong-willed ghost. It takes an uncomfortably long time to shove her. Not in. with clap the braces. And I oh. put, and I put my reinforced handcuffs and because I have animate uh, restraints covers the mouth. <laughs> and eventually she's back in the hole. So you, sorry. You get your restraints back. Oh. Yeah. I mean they're co- they're they're coated in ectoplasm. <laughs> yeah, eventually evaporates. They're very sticky now, yeah. but it doesn't eventually evaporate. Yeah. I uh, I whistle towards the doctor and then toss him his like rifle that is like spewing steam. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's good. And he kind of just puts it down gingerly. I only took two shots. That ain't so bad. <laughs> and he then he holds up the uh, the 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 containment like chamber, much like you know an ecto trap, like still steaming. Yes. And s- all right, well that'll hold her at least until I can uh, get her. It starts somewhere. to shake. She's a powerful ghost. Yep, <laughs> that won't that'll hold her for long enough for me to get her to a major containment, and then well after that, not longer my problem. <laughs> well, uh, there we go. Uh, we got, we, we settled your ghost, Miss True. And, uh, you know, I'll be honest with you. It's not seeing that you had a little bit of heart. Thank you. All we need to do now is to get the appropriate amount of attention to the people who were destructive and malicious in this establishment and, uh, uh sully their, <laughs> I say with, uh, Amazing quotes, good names. Well, you got plenty of place. You got plenty of time to look around. You t- saying a woman like uh, Madame Quist didn't have some sort of journal or diary? I mean, there is that author of the Ten Pennies of the of the Dreadful Pennies. No, no that one I, reads the stuff I hear. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've read some rather sordid tales from her about a uh, uh, a, a certain <laughs> lord and a very um, a very. Uh, uh, luscious um, uh, woman in black. Uh, a mourner, I believe. Oh, no. Um, no, I'm thinking of the uh, the horny uh, noble and the uh, coat rack. Yes, yes, that was the one I read. Yes. <laughs> you guys got some weird prohibitionists here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, make your call. And, uh, I'll just be waiting outside. You know, and he knows, like, basically, you're supposed to call the death watch. Oh, okay, yes. Make your call. Uh, Spreading rumors and the like uh, ain't exactly my forte. So, uh, I I saw that they were serving some sort of, you had some gin upstairs. I'm hoping that I can at least get myself a free drink before uh, the old uh, irons get clapped back on me. Please, please do. All right, I tip my hat towards you. And then I stop and I look towards uh, Thaddeus and I say, oh, keep the mask. Looks good on you, buddy. Uh, thank you. And he extends a hand. I give you, I 
grab your wrist. And you feel on your forearm uh, a small imprint of a flask. And he pulls you in. I understand that in jail, gin is as good as gold. Enjoy that gold that we pulled off the nobles. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll go upstairs and uh, wait, wait my turn. Okay. What the rest of you do? Well, I uh, have a number of heads to turn in to help facilitate uh, settling my debt to you, madam. Um, uh, also, uh, taking some more jobs if you will not need me immediately. Uh, so I have to come to terms with the fact that the person who butchered me most malignantly uh, also will be uh, having residence in the place that I will ideally have permanent occupation in. So I'm going to take a walk. Indeed. Thank you for your employment, madam. I look forward to seeing you again. Send one of your wretched urchins that I almost killed <laughs> uh, to send uh, a letter to this address. This is my apartment as far as you know. And if the authorities ask, you've never heard of me. Good day. <laughs> Indeed, sir. And I walk out. Okay. Doctor? Uh, you turn to look where the doctor is. And uh, what you see is the switch of his lab coat as he has... It's cons himself in a room, and the door <laughs> In there, he's got his, his gun the, and the two containers, one holding the, the cutting and one holding a ghost. And he's the, just ghost, looking the ghost one still continues to shake. Yeah, exactly. And he's looking at all three things and going, I can make a gun out of this. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like the, um, the end credits start to roll, as uh, Trudy like takes a moment, like takes a deep breath, looking around mm -hmm. her establishment that is not overrun by by malicious street urchins, mm -hmm. uh, ghosts, or animates, and she like just walks around for a moment, and, like starts putting things to right. Like there's a chair that's been tipped over that I she sticks back it. up. Yeah. She goes behind the bar, throws a towel over her shoulder, <laughs> and starts getting to work. Nice. And there's only one song that could play while the <laughs> credits roll. From bottom to top, by the way, I definitely think that we're a little we're a little uh, indie with that. Mm -hmm. Somebody once told me the world <laughs> by the Victor a Victorian. Somebody once told me the world is Yeah, and so fi my final scene as the song yeah. as apparently is what we're going to be playing yeah, yeah. over this uh, is. Uh, Hey now, and it just shows him getting like slammed out, <laughs> and they're cuffing him, and he's just like smiling uh, as he like licks the last of the gin off, <laughs> off the bar, and they throw the Death Watch throws him uh, into the uh, the back of the cart, the Death Watch cart, and uh, they get back in, and he just uh, heads back. Uh, the last thing you see is they put him back in jail, closes the door, and uh, he just lays back, and after a second. Of just staring straight at the camera, he just lets out. He just starts. He just lets out a big old grin. Ooh. Looks down, sees the flask in his hand that they didn't see. Opens it up and takes a swig. Nice. Yep. Any more final scenes before we close out? No, I think that's that, it. Yep. Okay. I think that's it, man. Then with that, listeners, we end at what? least this episode of Saint John's Public Office. Yes. Woo! What is our question for the listeners? Okay. Uh, what is the new signature drink that sh that uh, Trudy has created to 
commemorate the opening, reopening of St. John's Public House. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Nice. And if you like that, <laughs> but you want an idea, then check out what you have on Fandible's Itch.io page. It's yep. an entire supplement for how to... Ideas and, uh, and concepts for how to have a bar, tavern, or space station bar uh, in any setting. So yep. check it out, won't you? All right. Then Shameless we're... plug. <laughs> then we're that, listeners. We are out. Hey, everybody. This is Billy from Fandible Podcasting Network. Thank you so much for listening. We loved having you here. If you want to follow more of Fandible's crazy hijinks, go to our Twitter or Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Fandible or at Facebook at Fandible. I know, we're creative like that. If you would like to do more and support us, please feel free to go to our Patreon and donate. Uh, your donations help us go to cons, buy materials, and just keep our radio equipment working. Thank you so much, and remember... The Ink Monster wants to eat you!